Welcome to Core Nourishment. I'm Annie Wagner, your host. This podcast is designed to empower, inspire, ignite presence, purpose, and intention in your day. All right, friends, welcome back to the Core Nourishment Podcast. This is Annie Wagner, your host, and I feel so enlivened about being back. I had taken a few months off, and this is marking the beginning of a new season. It feels perfect. It's 2024. I have a lot of ideas and just dreams bubbling up inside of me, not only for my podcast, but also my business and life in general. Um, So thank you so much for tuning in and being here. If you haven't already done so, if you wouldn't mind just taking a moment to subscribe and also to rate and review the podcast, that would be amazing. And if you're interested in being a guest, please reach out. I would love to hear from you. You can find me at anniewagoner.com or on Instagram at Core Nourishment. All right, so today I am sharing episode 59. It feels absolutely perfect that this is the interview that I am launching this new season with. Um, It probably, I have to say, is the most special interview I've had the opportunity to do so far. And it's with my son, Jack Wagoner. He is truly one of the most courageous magnificent humans I know, um, and definitely one of my greatest teachers in this lifetime. And not only just because he's my son, but because of the person who he chooses to show up and be every single day. Jack is currently living and studying abroad in France for his junior year in high school. And we recorded this episode together in person um, during my visit with him recently. Um, And we were sitting outside at 6.30 in the morning. It was so chilly and we were all bundled up and half delirious um, and just so giddy about being able to do this together. So I just simply invite you to tune in. Jack shares all about his adventures and experiences and all that he's learning about himself um, and life talking about finding a purpose, mindset, meditation, kindness, curiosity, rock climbing, stepping out of his comfort zone, being present all the while chasing dreams. So there is so much richness in this episode. You might want to grab a tissue. I know I cried more out of joy and gratitude, but also laugh along with us and simply tune into his brilliant contagious energy. If you're interested in following Jack, you can also find him on YouTube, his new incredible passion project. It is amazing at love underscore you are your underscore life spelled one I F E. (laughs) So basically love your one life. And then he's on Instagram also at jack.in.france. Enjoy. This is happening. It's on. Holy cow. <laughs> I haven't said that word in a while. Holy cow. <laughs> oh, man. Do you remember we went toward for cow? I was going to say Shaw. That's that's a cat. It's a cat. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Different. Let me see. Oh. No. What is it? It's Vash. Vash. Yeah. Holy Vash. What's holy? Probably no clue. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I thought you were fluent, but you're so close. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Not fluent. So here we are. We're sitting, sitting outside. 
This is amazing, Jack. Like at the edge of the pool. Don't mm -hmm. fall backwards. Do not fall Ew. backwards. What, what temperature do you think it is right now here? I have no idea how to judge temperatures of water, but not warm. No, no, definitely not. And we have our puffy jackets on and hats, so it's not warm out I here either. I don't have a hat on. That was a mistake. No. No, it's chill. <sighs> so any of the those of you who are tuning in right now it's what like 6 30 in the morning here in toulouse am i saying that correct pretty close i it's kind of i don't even know understand how they say it. it's like toulouse toulouse like a, an accent at yeah. the end yeah, yeah. but right. you, you got it and uh i have the pleasure of sitting with my son, who is, well, Jack, I want you to tell a story, but let's, before we do that, I'm gonna ask you, what is, gosh, like, what is like lighting you up and just nourishing your soul these days? I know there's so many things, but what, what comes to mind? I don't even know. First like, thing. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, recently, it's been like, well, I started the YouTube channel and just creating has been really lighting me up and like knowing that even if it's like, I don't know, like two people watching a video, like I'm bringing something to them and what is that? Onyx. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> we should, we will, uh... Onyx is a cat, a very big, beautiful cat. A large cat. <laughs> Almost looks like a bobcat, tiger yeah. mix with house cat. And uh, he's Jack's host family's cat. Okay, so you might hear him meowing a little bit. <laughs> so keep going. So YouTube creating. Yeah, and just like knowing that I'm bringing people purpose, or I believe that that's my intention. I don't know if it's like actually what's happening, but that's been lighting me up a lot. Yeah, like creativity and just sharing like your story through this um, like platform of video, which is uh, not that you hadn't done that before, but you're also like getting to like create the video, which is yeah, any of music and just your um, it's like an art. It's awesome. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's cool. I love I love tuning into your YouTube channel. Um, and listeners will definitely at the end have Jack share it so you can. You can find him, subscribe, and, and know when he splashes up new videos. Um, let's go there for a second because we're talking about it, Jack. What, what is, like, your greatest intention with your sharing? So that wasn't a part of what um, you thought you, like, you didn't come to France knowing, like, I'm going to create a YouTube channel and share. No, it just kind of, like, I don't know. I've seen how much I've grown over the past three months just already. And I know that there's so much growth to come as I'm only a third of the way through. And I really just enjoyed. So honestly, it kind of started with me and Sadie. We make videos for each other every morning, like 15 seconds. I'm like, I like making these videos. And Sadie is Jack's sister. <laughs> yes. And so I just started recording more videos. And I said, like, just might as well just get started. And so I did like the Jack's Diaries, like the just uncut videos. And it's like, I think my purpose overall with it, I, I think a lot about it is to bring like education, but also like entertainment 
uh, like on that same platform, on a single platform, but also with it, like the education isn't being forced upon you. I see so many times in like a culture of self-improvement and things like that, like, oh, this is the right way works. Or like, this is a hack to do that. Like, this is the no. number one. And, right, right yeah. exactly. And I just like, I don't really align with that. And I think that everyone, like something works for everybody. And so I like to just say that. And it's more just sharing for me as well. It's like, and just a place I'll be able to look back and be like, well, look where I was there at that point in my life, you know? It's incredible. Your way of sharing also, Jack, is so inviting and relatable, um, yet you're layered with like such deep wisdom. Sometimes I'm like, wait, who's who's the one who's lived here? Like he lived in, in, on this earth like longer? Because I feel like you, I mean, I always, I've said for a long time that you and your sister are my greatest teachers. And I, I deeply, deeply believe that. And, and in this chapter, it's like every time I watch one of your videos and I listen to you, um, and, or we're videoing over WhatsApp and catching up and I'm hearing about all that you're experiencing and soaking up. It's like, I just, yeah, you are so wise, Jack, and you're also so humble. And so I love that because it's very clear that you're sharing from a place of just like, I want to share what I'm learning and that you're always evolving and growing and um, you're definitely inspiring people. Thank you. It's phenomenal. Yeah. You are phenomenal. Thanks. So, what do you think I get it from? <laughs> Wait, me? <laughs> Your sister? <laughs> uh, I bet you. Your dad? <laughs> Everyone. I mean, Everyone. you have a lot of amazing That's true, people everybody. around you. It's incredible. Thank you, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let's, let's, uh, we'll pause there for just one second. I'm so excited to dive deeper, but I want you to explain, um, you know, we're sitting here in Toulouse. Like what, what, what are we doing? Here? Yeah. Like, <laughs> what are we doing in France? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you, yeah. So what are we doing in France? What, you, what led you to, um, the decision to, to study abroad? A lot, a lot of things. I think I clearly remember the first time, like, it was brought up. It was just a car ride with dad. And like we were coming back from Philly and he just said it as an idea, like randomly. And I was just like, oh, like, why does that feel like something I want to do? And so I like, I looked into it more and I don't know, this was like a point in my life where I was very like, um, it's not a bad thing necessarily, but I was very sucked into like a social culture of high school and trying to fit in with friends that, were like quote unquote cool and I try to like mold myself into someone okay. who oh wow there's, there's a little present for the podcast <laughs> that's the French food talking yes um it's <laughs> perfect that's perfect that's my personality right there so it's just gonna disperse into the nature um yeah it was a point where like I was trying to be someone I guess I didn't know that I was and I think I had to go through that but after um after like I kind of realized that it just made me think oh this is such a cool way to like expand upon like my growth and do something that no one else does and like be unique and feel unique and explore the world because there's just so much out there yeah, and you once you made that decision, it was like 
boom, like you, you researched it, you applied. I mean, and we obviously all had great discussions and just said, we have your back. This is what you want to do. And then I remember it did go from, I'm going to go away for a semester to, um, I think I'm going to do a full year, which is, yeah, makes so much sense. And I remember my heart just being like, wait, what? Wait, what? Uh." At the the (laughs) beginning, I didn't want to miss baseball. Mm. Like I didn't want to miss my spring baseball season. Mm. And then I'm like, but I feel like I'll be so grounded in this culture. It also doesn't work as well for school to just go for a semester. Mm. Yeah. Well, and I can imagine, and I remember this was shared with you, but also like by the time, like let's say you did a semester, by the time, I mean, that would have been incredible. And by the time you would have been leaving, it's like you just just become like that much more confident and know yourself around or that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Like <laughs> the get fun, around and the, the language. Part, sorry, like, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. so far it's been fun, but it's been like the challenging parts. <laughs> oh yeah. Which has been awesome. But I think the fun parts come at the end when like you feel so comfortable in the language and yeah. And the city and your landscape and the culture. Yeah. It's yeah, it's incredible. So tell tell us what has been what if What's like the, I guess there are going to be a few things that pop up, but what have you learned the most about yourself so far in this experience? I think that it's hard to control, like it's impossible to control everything around you. And so I've really learned to surrender a lot to the things that I can't control and just really completely let them go. And I don't do that always, but I've, because it's difficult, but I've learned that that's <laughs> like, can like, you, can you uh, help me with that practice <laughs> even more <laughs> But, yeah, that's one, that's been one of the big things I've learned because just like cultural differences, like you've been noticing while you've been here, like um, there's like food differences. There's so much judgment when someone hears you speak English. There's even more judgment when someone hears you speak awful in a language, but trying your best, but like it with an awful accent, mm. like no one understands. Mm-hmm. And um, is there appreciation that you're trying, or it depends on the depends <laughs> on the person? person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's been one of the big things that mm-hmm. I've taken away mm-hmm. so far. Yeah, so but you can control so, what you can control, and that's that's another big aspect of that. Like, yeah, there's the let go of that, and there's also the like take take what you have and put it to what you can control. Mm, like yeah, harnessing your energy in, yeah, in, exactly. in a more empowering way. Um, yeah, talk about a lifelong practice. This practice of <laughs> it's true. Always getting better at it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Jack, what what are some practices in your daily life that have, I guess, support that way of practice and thinking? <laughs> I mean, I think just my meditation has been one of the. Like, single-handedly, one of the biggest things in my life. Like, I started meditating, like, what? Last October? November? Uh, yeah. And since then, I've done it just We're about every day. We're talking over a year. Just about every day. And, yeah, I just, like, it's fundamental in how it's just changed my mindset on life. I, I try... We talked about this yesterday, mm. which is cool, but I just try to bring my meditative point of view into every moment. Yeah, you you really, I've witnessed such a cool shift. I mean, not that, 
yeah, not that you didn't have a steadiness about you um, and mindfulness before, Jack, but there's definitely, I've witnessed over a year of your meditating, um, just a sense of uh, confidence and ease a little bit and, uh, and calmness. Yeah. And that is felt, like that's powerfully felt when people are around you. And I love that yesterday. So yeah, listeners, yesterday we were talking with Jack's, you know, at a dinner with Jack's host family. Um, you have an amazing host family here. Yeah, um, pretty cool. And um, your host mom asked you directly, Jack, when you when you do this, and we're and we're just sitting, what was she sitting watching a cinema like a movie? Yeah. Um, I don't even know why I'm trying an accent. Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. What? What? Are you, she was so curious. Like, what are you doing? And then you share that. Yeah just helps to relax my body and in the moment and she and then what did t- share I'm like time to start you share what, what did she say then she said like oh yeah when you do that it makes me feel calm next to you like, yeah which is I was yeah. like that that is that is such a gift that you are just by being you <laughs> you are sharing with with others around you I think that's pretty cool yeah <laughs> yeah super cool um, what does your meditation practice look like? Is it like, I know it's evolved, um, but right now. It's really random right now. Honestly, like sometimes I'll try to like keep some sort of structure, but simply I just like close my eyes for 10 minutes, breathe, try to focus on my breath and sometimes what I'm grateful for. Um, but Do you like to listen to music or listen I, to a guided listen, or right now? It's I listen just, to nothing right mm. now. It's just me and my thoughts. And honestly, I've been thinking about going back to a guided recently because my meditations have felt pretty clouded and felt pretty, um, what's the word? I'm just thinking a lot. Like I have a lot, a lot, You're a aware lot of, of the and sometimes, busy mind. Yeah, and sometimes guided meditations are really, really helpful to... Mm kind of you have you can let go of a certain part and just go with it if that makes sense but i did guided for the first like four months five months of it and it's like a good way to build skills i guess because it is a skill Mm. and yeah you're right i guess when i listen to guided meditations i at times being guided can help me land in in presence exactly more like more easily yeah yeah you can just follow along a little bit yeah yeah so your so your morning routine right now you you wake up and do you meditate right away? No, I never meditate right away because I feel like it's like I need some pause, something in between to separate it from my sleep, or else I'm just gonna have like almost dreams during my meditation. Mm, which it, which there's a lot of science behind that, which is pretty cool. Like not not that you want to have dreams <laughs> like necessarily <laughs> during your meditation, and you know there's that, and I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say this correctly. That's like the the theta state that our brain is in right after right after we wake up. It's yeah. like we are still in the most expansive place. Right. Um, That's the best for flow or whatever. Yeah, that that can help us get even more clarity and and sometimes have visions that might feel like dreams yeah um but but the fact that you're doing it within the first hour is yeah i prefer to work out right after i get up okay yeah so share i interrupted you no you're good (laughs) share your your alarm goes off what time do you generally wake up five five thirty 
sometimes, but genuinely it's five. And I, first thing I do is just a bunch of push-ups just because then I'm awake. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That'll wake you up. <laughs> but, um, and then, so I love running, but I've kind of stopped that here because I'm really focused on my climbing right now. Mm. And uh, so I do a core workout and then I'll do, and instead of like the running time, I've replaced it with like stretching and yoga and stuff. From you. Yeah. From me. So, yep. Thank you for that. Jack, I'm just going to interrupt for one second to interject that, Jack. You, so I, I, listeners, meditation is a practice that I am in and out of and something that I know, (laughs) I know in my core, I could benefit from consistently. And I asked Jack after he was in France, I don't know, maybe he'd been there for a month. Um, and we are yeah. having we are having a great conversation about meditation, um, similar to now, and and you I you offered to create one for me. Well, because it was after you offered to create a yoga routine, especially for me. So oh, that's right. I've yeah. done that first. I couldn't remember which was first. Yeah. Okay. No, I I kind of paid you back. Even though I I honestly it, it I tear up every time I listen to your video, Jack, because. A, you're, you're sitting. I now know exactly where you were sitting. We're, we're sitting, sitting right, right uh, two feet away. And so we're again outside of his house. There's a pool and it, there is still water in it. It's, um, oh, yeah, we're going to show all that. But you could hear the the water in the background and the birds and then your voice. And, just be, and because it's you and it's seriously one of the best guided meditations. I'm not just saying that because you're my son and because okay. I love you so much. It, it really... It feels, inc- and I think it does feel extra special because it's your voice and it's you, Thank but you it's layered that. with such like genuineness and warmth and um, it really, is, it's it's wonderful. So one of the best gifts I've ever received. And that was after, yes, Jack had asked if I could create a, what, like a 30 minute, like a shorter, maybe it's a little less. No, it was like 20 minutes. 20, 30 minute um, yoga flow to help support you and your climbing so yes. that was really fun to put together for you yeah and i interrupted you again okay so you do the yoga and yeah stretch. okay and then after that i usually take my cold shower cold exposure has also been i think another one of the huge things in like my last year like you, you asked about like mm. habits earlier mm-hmm. and cold exposure is huge because it's like even today, like I've been doing cold exposure, the same thing, like cold showers for over a year. And today was like the hardest one, <laughs> just like out of, out of nowhere. You know what I mean? It can just be so difficult sometimes. Do but, you like, is there like a, a word or a state a mantra you say to yourself like right before you like turn it on? Wim Hof like it says, out of winter, I make my summer. And I don't know. I just thought that was cool. Oh, that's cool. Or I say, I can do hard things. No, you say that? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> you say the same thing. Jack, literally. Okay. So literally, and I don't do full on cold showers. I do my shower and then at the end I'll turn it on and I'm, I'm working on lengthening that time. But I literally take a deep breath and I go, we can do hard things. I can do hard things and I turn it. That's so wild. Did we talk about that? No. Okay. That's incredible. I, I think I might have heard it somewhere. I don't know. That's but awesome. I also... Sometimes like to say, uh, when I say go, we go. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> because I feel like so many times it's like, all right, we're going to go. And then it's like, oh, wait, but I'm 
little cold. Uh, I don't really want to go. I don't really want to get up. But I feel like when I just hop in the shower and I'm like, when I say go, we go. That's great go. because also it's like if you hesitate at all, it just <laughs> makes it so much harder. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> it's true. So how long are you? So you take cold showers? Yeah. I don't really know how long. There's no like length. It's just like when I'm clean. I guess. <laughs> That's good. That's great. <laughs> yeah, I, don't think, I don't think they're longer than f- like three or four minutes combined, but yeah. That's incredible. So what's one of the biggest shifts you felt since integrating that into your, I mean, because you've been doing that for almost a year as well. It's hard because, you know, in like science, you have to isolate variables. Yeah. And I kind of just stacked a whole bunch together. That's true because you made some, some changes like all at the same time. Yeah. So... Yeah. Is there like an immediate Um, in the day? Immediate, yeah. Like you're awake. I was not awake this morning. Mm -hmm. And then I'm awake now. Yeah. Yeah. And I meditate after my cold showers because I feel that aliveness. Like I'm awake and I feel really present in the moment. Like Mm. when you have cold, like freezing water over you. I mean, it's not like those crazy ice baths people do, which I want to try. But um, to hop in this pool. Yeah, we can. Um, it like you have no choice but to be right there in the moment, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that's, I think, a perfect primer, like a warm-up almost for meditation. I love that. I'm done. I eat a good breakfast. Mm-hmm. I love that, Jack. It's incredible. It's your discipline and your clarity around being consistent is... It's very much higher than average, let me just say. Like, I mean, I just, you, again, you are one of my teachers in that. And after a lot of times after a conversation we have, I'm like, it, you help me to reconnect with um, my own discipline or my own, like, motivation and purpose and desire often. So, yeah. Yeah. I think sometimes, like, uh, not sometimes, like, often, it, people can see other people's discipline as being something like amazing when in reality that that person doesn't feel it themselves sometimes mm, very like true. For, for me like I think I have good discipline sometimes but I don't know like I see everything in my life and I always feel like I could be doing something like more disciplined or like yeah that's your striving I mean and striving in, in a positive way but like like to always but I mean something we've talked about too is you you always want to be evolving, growing. Um, I was going to say bettering. I don't know if that is, is the correct word. I don't but know. I, I hear that a lot. I don't know if I like that word. But What's um, better? Yeah, good, good question. <laughs> what is better? No, I don't like that word. That's not what I mean because I don't think like you are plenty enough as you are. And if anything, it's like your, it, your practices. It's the striving to allow your true self to come alive even more. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like the word better, so I'm taking that back. <laughs> it's more, it's about your coming back home to your true self. I think that's a really good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. So what's one of the highlights? <laughs> oh my gosh, that's a huge question. Um, what's a moment you've experienced while you've been here in France, Jack, that, you know, perhaps was, well, you've had a lot of like, unexpected spontaneous moments that have really um, touched you? What's one that comes to mind? Hold on. I 
it's hard to pick one in particular, but I've had just so many moments where I've just like talked to random strangers. Um, I guess one was um, Dan and I. Dan is a friend I have from Belgium. Uh, he's also, or he was also an exchange student, but now he's returned home. But we were taking an Uber uh, back from the metro station because it was late at night and the met er, and the buses stopped going and for the first part of the uber just no one talked like i think we were really tired mm. but then i'm like okay wait we can't go without talking to this guy so and at that point that was like over a month ago so like my french was okay but like I wasn't extremely confident. Like I really hadn't had a long conversation with strangers yet, with a stranger yet. And I don't know, we just talked a lot. Like I just decided to ask him how he's doing and ask him a lot of questions. And it was just really cool. I just love learning from him and he was a really cool guy. And I'm so glad that we ended up talking. I love your courage in that. You act, I think that, yeah, because look at the gift that you gave him and, and also, each other like the it shifted the experience and the energy of it and <clears throat> and I see you do that a lot with, with people like yeah. you're really curious about people and um I love the idea that every single every single human has a story exactly and it's yeah that's awesome Jack I love thinking about that like I think today we'll be in Toulouse and there's gonna be like so many people in that square where I showed you last night and it was kind of empty but it's just packed and when you see all those people and you're like every one of these people is a human being like me and you mm -hmm. and they have their own story they're going through their own stuff like it's so cool and one time I was like walking through and I'm just like look at all the emotions I can see mm -hmm. I saw a woman crying on the phone I saw a family like laughing and crying out of joy because they were like seeing each other again. So like serious people probably walking from work and like just on a mission. I saw like you can see so many emotions at one time and it's a reminder that everyone has these emotions and it's all just like a cycle. I don't know. It's so beautiful. I, I love that you tune into that. That That is amazing, Jack. And and the idea that <clears throat> I think it's a reminder of compassion, you know, like yeah. so often. And I feel like this is, you know, I've, I've heard this a lot and I actually, I really appreciate it. And I think it's an important reminder. So just to say again, um, no, and so e it can be easy in a moment, depending if we're not maybe perhaps present or we're the, the tunnel vision or we're, we're in a mission, yeah. <laughs> you know, to forget that sometimes and, and to maybe have a moment where a judgment comes up. Um, even around ourselves. And then it's it's like, oh, let me soften that just some compassion. I have no idea. Um, yeah, I mean, idea what's going on for me, but sometimes it requires some stillness and quiet to remember that. <laughs> but with other people, like we have no idea what people are going through truly. No clue. It's so easy to make assumptions. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so easy to just jump to conclusions and like base your actions upon your assumptions and then that creates a whole thing yeah. yeah it creates all these stories you know that we don't know whether they're true or not yeah but i love that you you pause a lot and i've heard you share that especially in this experience um your boldness and in, in 
walking up to strangers and asking questions and practicing your French and yeah. um, and learning so much about them and then about yourself because of that experience. Um, it's pretty remarkable. Thanks. Yeah. 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 So what are you, you've had the opportunity to travel a little bit, but yeah. I know there's more Yeah. Um, in, you know, in France and then, you know, what is there, is there a place you're excited to explore at some point in the rest of your time here? I do really want to see more cities and stuff like that, but I'm in a point where I'm really craving nature. I haven't climbed outside yet. Mm. And oh, yeah, sure. so there's, there's Fontainebleau, and like it's one of the best bouldering in the world, and that's near Paris. And I think I will get to go there. And I just want to go so bad. <laughs> I want to yeah. climb. And then I did, like, I was just randomly looking at boulders around, and I found this boulder in, like, the middle of Spain. It's, like, an eight-hour train ride, and I'm like, I want to go just for this boulder. Have you researched it? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So <laughs> and I, a train ride would be just fantastic. Yeah. And so I think, like, just getting outside in nature a little bit and, like, rock climbing, which just brings me so much joy, it, are the things that, I'm most looking forward to, but I also just want to travel and see more cities because all of them are beautiful. All the people are different. All the cultures are a little bit different. It's so cool just to see new stuff too. Yeah. That's awesome, Jack. I hope you get outside climbing here because I know that that's in your heart and like such a big desire. Yeah. Let's talk about climbing for a second. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Jack just has this huge smile. I like that. Um, it's so cool. I, I'm closing my eyes for a second because I'm thinking about when you were little and I would take you and Sadie um, to the climbing gym in Dover. Yep. Indoor ascent. Um, because I often met friends there on lunch break to work out and uh, would grab you guys. Or I guess it was on the, my days off that we would come. Um, so we in the climbing gym, I remember. And then I also was climbing more then yeah. <laughs> um, and helping to run women's night um, on Monday nights. And uh, I remember thinking, gosh, I wonder if Jack and Sadie will get into climbing and uh, imagined you in there. And here you are, like, well, not anymore in in the U.S., um, but you, Indoor Ascent was your first official job. Yeah. Um, we got, and when did you, when did you first, I know, but share with listeners, when did you first get into rock climbing and um, well, let's start there. Well, first I want to say, like, everyone always makes fun of me. Like, Jack, why didn't you start when you were, like, four I, and your I mom know. was bringing you to the gym? You'd be, like, a prodigy. <laughs> well, I think that was partly me because I, I was I never wanted to. Force. I wanted to expose you to the place. And you would definitely, you would be curious about the the, the, the holds and, like, just play around. Yeah, but, um, but. More than anything, you guys love the mats. Yeah, just, like. Tumbling memories around. like jumping across wooden like blocks. Yeah. Like I have this clear memory of Chad's son like doing a flip from one to the other and like, oh, okay, you go now. I'm like, oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, no. <laughs> but I think I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> but climbing now, uh, I kind of started with Nathan right before COVID, I think. Mm -hmm. We started going. Mm -hmm. And so that was, what, 2020? Like early 2020. Early, very yeah. early, 20, like January 2020. And so how old was I? I, was, I had just turned 14. <laughs> 14, yeah. Yeah. I know you were Sadie's age. 
That's oh, no, crazy. you just, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we just liked it, but it wasn't like a huge, I think it was more just a hobby, like, or not a hobby, but something fun to go do, um, like as friends together. Because for everyone listening, Nathan is my best friend. We've been friends since we were five years old and just like done everything together for the past 11, almost 12 years. So, yeah. <laughs> it's so cool. <laughs> it's awesome. I think it's a friendship that everyone should like want to have. It's just, I feel so grateful for it. But, um, so yeah, we started climbing together, which made it really fun. But then COVID hit, gym closed for a while. And in the fall, Nathan rejoined the team. And so then I like, he kept telling me to. And so I waited a few months and then I joined the team. And. Um, after that, kind of, like, still wasn't serious, I guess. I mean, it was more of just like, a, oh, Nathan's doing it. This is fun. I can get kind of strong. Yeah, I, I think you saw strong. it as like, oh, this is like super fun and help me get strong for other sports. Help me get strong for baseball. Yeah. Like, probably what I was thinking because, I mean, it, it jump back to our last podcast. <laughs> like, how many years ago was that? Oh, my and gosh, I know. All we would talk about is… I meant to look up the number, which number that was. So, the listeners… So Jack, we're, we're interjecting for a second. I did interview Jack one other time. And I think that I'm going to be interviewing you again. But anyway, um, so. you were what, eight, nine? I have no idea. Oh, I forget. But wait, was No, you it, were a little older because yeah, you were... Yeah, okay. a thousand day Philly Street. Okay. But all we talked about was baseball probably because that was my life. And that's all I thought about really. Mm-hmm. But um, when did it really start to get serious climbing? I guess I competed the next year, but I wasn't that good at it. And Tyler always gave me the opportunities like, dude, if you stop playing, because it was also playing basketball and soccer. So he's like, mm-hmm. if you stop playing like basketball and soccer, you can still play baseball, but like, I can get you so good at climbing. Like, you're strong. Like, come on. And I'm like, <laughs> dude, I don't know about that. <laughs> so didn't take him up on the offer, which we still talk about. Like, why? And uh, you had to you had to come to the decision on your own. You'd be ready. This is true. Yeah, but I think it really started like after I tore my MCL. Oh yeah. And I started working there, and I started just like the community. The thing about climbing is just just the community. Like the people from the climbing gym were just my absolute favorite people. It's amazing. Yeah. What's the feeling that you experience when you're with them? It's just so much like openness and so much warmth and we just have fun. Yeah. Spontaneity with also like discipline. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting combination, but yeah. It's that's the thing that's really attracted me to climbing, along with being an individual sport where I can push myself and only rely on myself which is hard at some points, but like my work is what gets shown back in me. Like mm-hmm. it's a mirror, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And and it's been something you've really been able to dive into and you've chosen to. You were very clear about like that when you came to France, yeah. you had the opportunity to possibly play, uh, I'm going to try football, <laughs> soccer, <laughs> um, and other things. And you've had, you know, experience like, oh, you've played a little tennis, but you really made it clear. Like I want to focus on climbing and it's so awesome that you 
you sought that out. That's beca- that became a part of your adventure here. Yeah. You know, your first month to it's, seek out gyms and places. True. I've seen some cool places too. But climbing's really become like my my thing over the past year. And which is crazy because I just was so into baseball. Like, uh, and I also had my best baseball season ever last spring. You did. But yeah. it's because it felt like a second sport to me. Mm. Like I would end a baseball practice and I would drive straight to the climbing gym. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I, I, I wonder too for you, Jack, um, going back to our kind of circling back to the beginning, like the letting go. I think with baseball too, climbing gave you the opportunity to discover, you know, we're always discovering different parts of ourselves and cl- climbing is, is a new, is, it's a new experience and it's allowed you to discover along with the meditation, the cold showers, like this other part of you mm-hmm. that um, is so alive and it, you created more room for that. And, and so there wasn't as much pressure on yourself um, with baseball. And I, I witnessed you have more fun. I'm going to use that. Like you had so much fun um, in a way in baseball that I hadn't witnessed in a while. And um, it was always it so was, stressful. Yeah. yeah, it was, it was really cool. And uh, yeah, this year was amazing. I think. Yeah. yeah. I think you've also tapped into keeping that as a priority, the, the joy and the fun in, in what you're choosing to put your energy into and do. I've Even if it's hard, you know. That's been that's been something here too. Like, I want to choose things that enliven me and like, I I love because that's what your choices like make up what you do and like that's your life, you know. And I want to love my life, and, and so I want to make choices that I love. Yeah. Yeah. Not o- not always easy to do though for you Definitely know not. the people. What what um? It's, I think it's easier than like we make it out to be like. Just, yeah. like, go do it. It's, I know it's hard, but, like, I, it feels hard sometimes for me, too. But I don't know. I have this thing, like, when I say go, we go. Mm, and then yeah. I just do What you said earlier. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it makes me think I'm thinking about, like, the statement I remind myself often. Like, if I'm feeling, if I catch myself feeling like I'm kind of going through the motions in my my day-to-day life, um, and or feeling stuck perhaps in something, I remind myself, okay, I always have choice. And, and let me pause and come back to like, you know, where my, what are my choices here? You know, to, to find that, that spark, to connect with joy more in this, whether it's a task or a project or work thing or relationship, or, you know, it's like what, you know, where coming back to the joy and the the fun because I agree. I mean, I, it makes you think of what I always, what I used to always say to you and Sadie, like when you'd be going to a practice or like going somewhere, I'm like, what's, sure the, what's the, I'd be like, Jack, what's the most important thing? Winning. <laughs> and you would say winning. I'd be like, no, <laughs> having fun. <laughs> yeah. You love to like say that on purpose. Yeah, I did. <laughs> like, okay. I get that winning's important. And I clearly remember <laughs> like just an, like not an argument, but like a funny one where you said that and I go, Safety. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shoot. That is important. <laughs> okay. Maybe safety is number one. I, I think I got her there. See, <laughs> so you were even trying to win but in it, that conversation. Yeah, I was. So competitive. But I get that from you. Where too. is that from, Jack? Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> but I, I was like, 
Safety second. That's what you say, Bob. Safety second. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, so, okay, I guess listeners' safety is very important. And then comes the fun. <laughs> then choose the fun. Speaking of fun, is this isn't, I'm like tearing up with joy right now. Jack. This is like, so This fun. is such a gift. It's, it's no longer quite as dark out here. I know, it's lighting up a little bit. Lighting up. We, I do feel like I've been in a dream state. I think because I've got a little like Me still too. jet lagged and, and lack of sleep. But um, we haven't like gone dizzy and fallen back in the pool. I'm very grateful we haven't. Um, but seriously, Jack, like this has been such a gift to have this time with you and to land in presence. And um, it is a privilege being your mom and witnessing you thrive and go after what makes you feel most alive and loving your life. Thanks, mom. Yeah. yeah. I I tell you all the time, but you're the best mom ever. Like, mm. I couldn't do it without you. And I just, I love you so much. And yeah. Oof. All right. <laughs> Before I start to cry <laughs> even more, um, I'd love for you to share with listeners. Well, first of all, before you share your, your YouTube and where people can find you, is there anything else you want to leave? Leave uh, them with. Leave them with. That's a daunting task. Yeah, that's a big question. <laughs> <laughs> Besides a fart. <laughs> <laughs> I already did that earlier. <laughs> that was perfect. Yeah, um, I think another thing I've just really learned here is, like, we all are really controlled, I think, a lot by other people's judgments. And there's so much judgment that you're going to get when you go for what you want because... It's just, it's just how it works. Like, not everyone can go for what they want. Mm. Right? Everyone can, but you're you're always going to receive judgment for certain choices that stand out, and but that's something you have to you have to go through, I think, and learning to just let go of that because we all live like and we all die. <laughs> so, what is the opinion of like another just human being gonna do mm. it's nothing and I think that it might have sounded like a bit weird to throw the we all die in there but like mm, every true. every mm. moment is one less like we we only do have a certain amount of time and so why not choose that time why not use that time to choose things that just make you happy and make you loved your life and not and just let go of that uh fear of judgment holding you back from making those decisions because you do only have so much time and you don't want to regret anything i feel like i've been in this state where i've come to where i really don't regret anything because it all just led me to this moment right here but if I hadn't let go of like the fear of judgment to do certain things, I would have that regret. Mm. And to not have that regret, I think, is one of the most um, lifting feelings. Like it feels like a huge weight is off you, and you can just be here because it's what everything led to. Yeah, it's a cool noise. Oh, the pool. But yeah, it's like that question: like, are you living for? Oh. other people and and to please and to you know the, that kind of external co co concern which oh my gosh I definitely definitely have struggled that, with that on and off in my life 
and the fact that you are 17 and 14 days <laughs> and yeah, almost, I feel like you are. Um, and learning this now deck, it just is, it's and so inspiring because you're super, you've become really clear in that, you know, you've such genuine warmth and consideration of other people. It's not that you don't care about what, pe you know, people at all. Yeah. It's quite opposite. You are really, but you're really tuning into what matters most to you and honoring that and your truth. And living from that place, which actually helps to open up other people. Because it helps me love myself. And when I love myself, I can give so much to other people. And I think when you love yourself, it helps others love themselves. And that's just... Honestly, I think just like to change the world, everyone just has to love themselves. Because every... Every decision... Every, like that is in what am I trying to say every every decision that like puts down other people I think comes from insecurity and not loving yourself mm -hmm. and I just thought of that right now like yeah like that I think what just has to happen is just everyone has to love themselves because J. Cole says the only real change comes from inside and that's like so true so yeah, and self-love is the highest frequency. It is so like vibrationally felt and, and when people are around you, they can feel that, Jack. And I think you help, um, you've helped me to remember that. Um, and it's, and I love this because it's like my business. I'm like, core nourishment is all about yeah. that. Like I, my greatest intention is to help others come back home to themselves. So, and with, with love and compassion and, and nourishment means like all those, all the things we're talking about, like like all the things that bring you joy and light you up, so that you have more energy for your loved ones and for everyone else around you, and for your like dreams, you know. And and you're living that. It's yeah, it's incredible. Thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a good question. Wait, no, you didn't. Even, you just said like share something. Never mind. I don't, I don't know how yeah. like we got there. Yeah, no. Well, I yeah. said, is there anything else you would like to share? Yeah. And and leave people with and and yeah, I think this is the utmost one of the utmost important. I think so. Topics. Yeah. We could talk forever. I know. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> awesome. We could. <laughs> so we are about to head head to see one of your climbing gyms. Yep. And, and we'll go to Centre uh, Ville Toulouse and we'll. Go see some cool stuff. I'll show you around a little bit. Feels like my city a little bit. It is. It's like the coolest thing that you, that I at 43. I'm coming. I've never been to France, and my son is <laughs> showing me his world, um, and it is awesome. Like I love that I can then go home and have this imprint and vision of where you are even more clearly. So when you say, or I see a video, I'm like, yes, I've been there. I know, I know where that I is. I know where that is. I feel that much more connected to you. It's really beautiful. So Jack, where can people find you if, if you know, they want to check out your YouTube channel? Um, yeah, I'd say my favorite spot right now to share would be my YouTube channel. You can just find it at Jack Wagner. So my name, I know. Or uh, the, like, username for it is love your life so it's like love underscore you are underscore 
it's actually love your one life, which I thought was really cool. So mm. instead of the L, I did one. Mm. And then IFE. But if you just type in Jack Lack, you can find it too. And then I also have on my Instagram, I have Jack in France. So that's like where I'm just posting about stuff I'm seeing in France and like more for just keeping people updated on my adventures, but not as much like my philosophical side, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but it's still really cool to see. I can yeah. incorporate that though. I've thought about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I but, love it. Yeah, those are the places that you can find me. Yeah. And I think soon that YouTube channel will be reaching many, many people. I think so too. It's, I know it. It already, it's incredible too. It's been a month. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, one more thing. What Can you share, uh, say one thing in French? It's just so beautiful to hear. So Jack keeps saying, Mom, I'm not fluent. I'm like, you are fluent. <laughs> it's it's so cool to witness you talking with your host family. And then you let us. So Jack, Anthony, Sadie, and I went and explored yesterday, the four of us. And it, you were our person. And you just striking up conversations with, I don't know, it's just so cool. So I know you're not fluent. Is there anything? Well, if you were to say, um, <clears throat> I don't know. <laughs> now I'm like drawing a blank. I can say anything in French, but. Like, like, that's such a like, wide question. Like, mom, say love. one thing in English. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I love you, man. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but yeah, I guess just uh, to say uh, the biggest message from this podcast. Uh, <laughs> all right, wait, let me think. I, I don't know. Much I just totally put you on the spot. I, I don't sorry. know much vocabulary for like, the philosophical, like, being present, like, mm. yeah, you can say, uh, être présent, uh, son, yeah, or, oh, okay, I got it, I got it. Chaque moment, c'est un cadeau de, de le monde à vous, uh, à nous. No, I don't know if that was right. I tried to say every moment is a, a gift uh, from the world to us. That's might beautiful. Have, might have been wrong. Might let's have not let's end it with that. I love it. Okay. That's perfect. Cool. I didn't mean to put you on the spot. No, I think that's good. I gotta, I gotta, you know, get the wires firing for the Toulouse trip today. <laughs> perfect way. We just yeah. did it. Yeah. Love you so much. I love you too. Thank Best you for, uh, thank you for joining me out here. And maybe uh, we'll do this again in June. I think we will. Cool. Yeah. All right. Love you. Love you.